Meanwhile, on the island of Krakoa, near the Red Keep. <sighs> when did we get horses? I grew up in Boston, so naturally riding was my first love. Father may have let the family down, but his check's cleared. <laughs> Hellfire Bay will be home to the finest horses anywhere. <laughs> Whoa, girl. <laughs> Hang on. I have a question, Emma. Do you ever get that not-so-fresh feeling? No. Oh. Me neither. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 148 of Comic Book Queers CBQ Legacy. I am your host. Evil Jeff, and with me as always is Brett. Hi. Uh... Oh, we just gave you um, the latest Summer's Eve commercial that was found in uh, Marauders episode, episode issue 12 by one Jerry Duggan, art by Matteo Lolly. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like the pop. And we're going to be talking a lot more about that issue coming up. Uh, but how are you How are you doing, Brett? How are things in your neck of the woods in New York City? Uh, New York City is doing better than L.A., uh, your neck of the woods. It's uh, there's, a, there's a perception of a lot going on in both of our cities right now. One is false. So there's whatever misinformation going on out there that New York City is like a hellscape. Uh, it's oh yeah, not. everyone's it's saying lovely. that it's everyone's like the crime is awful and everyone's being shot on the streets. It's not. And all the rich people have escaped and no one's left. Yeah, it's not. It's nothing like that at all. It's just people dining in the streets. Um, but I understand LA is a hellscape. It looks like it outside. It's not as bad mm-hmm. as like San Francisco, but yeah, because of the fires, it's unsafe to breathe the air outside. So uh, I already, the only time, because, you know, I work from home and I'm stuck because of the pandemic, the only sanity I had left was going out and exercising. And now I can't even really do that. So I'm going crazy, Brett. Oh, hang in there. Read more comics. Yes, that's that's basically all I've been doing. Reading we're comics. Just gonna, and we're just, we've read so many, we're just going to talk about comic books today. Yeah. It is an all comic book episode after Hot Topics, of Woo. course. But yeah, I think you just said it, though. I think maybe we should get into some Hot Topics. Hit it! What are you going to hear? <gasps> hot hot topics. topics. What are you going to uh, start So with many Hot today? Topics. Let's start with um, some news, uh, some comic book news that just dropped um, we saw some uh, first-time images that have got fandom very excited. Uh, of course, uh, there was a big event online this weekend, uh, and that was Chris Evans accidentally posting a dick pic on Instagram. At the uh, fault of his gay brother, who I feel is secretly behind it. Because he was like just posting a picture of him and his brother. Right? It was like a video, right? Or was it like, it was a video of his brother? It was a, like a he was showing video, a, but it was, was a screen a, recording? Yeah, he was showing a video of him and his brother. Like, he, he was showing a video that is... Is it his phone? What if it's his brother's phone? Is that his brother's dick? Either. No, his brother is not going to have a guard that pussy 
meme on there, oh, that's which was another one of the photos. So it was a screen recording, and when the video ended, it went back to the camera roll, and you saw thumbnails, and one of them was a dick pic. And it was thick. And we're assuming it's Chris Evans' phone and Chris Evans' dick. And it was it's thick. it's a nice thick dick with it's a nice but I mean, shaped head. Come on, did we? Ah! Did we? Did anyone think oh, he had no, a small please. penis? Give me a break. Um, but I want to know more about the guard that pu- guard. <laughs> is it guard that pussy or guard your? I think it's guard that pussy, with like a real hot face pic of Chris Evans and then just written guard that pussy underneath. <laughs> Does he send that to women? Please, please say that yes. That would be hilarious. I'm thinking someone might have just sent that to him. They thought it was funny. I yeah. Or he I created, love, he photoshopped. I mean, but he it. saved it to his phone. He he made it. Like he went in and photoshopped and put the text on. I think so. <laughs> I think he's a real douchebag, but like a kind douchebag. The but... fact that he dated Jenny Slate for a long time makes me think that he is not a douchebag at all. Huh. I saw a video of him walking out into a parking garage with like some entourage or some handlers. And he saw a girl in the parking lot and he moved away from the handlers and just like leaned up against the wall and started talking to her and got her number. And it looked pretty douchey, but still pretty adorable. But, you know, here's the thing. I have a friend. She used to work at the Roosevelt, which is like at the, the penthouse bar, which is where a lot of the Hollywood elite would go. And she was a bartender there. And she was like, you'd be surprised when there's certain people that when they come up to you, they literally could do the worst thing and you're just like, <laughs> like she would meet all these celebrities and she was like, I was never affected until Ryan Gosling came up to her and was Ooh. just like, hey. And she was just like wet. Like she was just like, uh. like I think if Chris Evans comes up, I don't know what, I mean, what, how douchey his line is. Like if he was just like, hey baby, do you know karate? Cause your body's kicking. Like I would be like, all right, let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> it doesn't know how bad. Let's do it. You won it me is. over. Wow, you really you know just what to say to a guy. Let's go. If that's Scott Evans, if that's your dick, call me. I know. Is Scott Evans a top or a bottom? I don't know. I feel like he's a top. I feel like he's a bottom. Well, Scott, write in. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> Scott Evans. <laughs> Audience of one talking to you. Give us an answer. So um, I've saved it to my phone. Did you? No, no. Why are you going to jerk off oh, to I it did. later? Yeah, probably. It's a little too like the At light. Some point. I will say this. The lighting isn't good. Back when things are. Yeah. But back when things are normal, if you zoom in, it's not bad. Back when things are normal and I'm like out traveling and I just like I just like need to rub on out really quick when I'm in the bathroom before like the train leaves. Um, I will probably just use that. Hottest, hottest celebrity sex tape is uh, Colin Farrell's, don't you think? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting hot and bothered. What other news do we Let's, have? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> we saw a trailer that looks really good. Oh, it's also like one of Brett's favorite movies ever is the Happy Death Day uh, franchise or see, it's not. What do you call it if it's two of them? Not a trilogy. Well, I feel a like biology. What is it called? Uh, a, a, a diptych. A diptych. I think you can. <laughs> I think you could say franchise. Um, the the makers who made that. There's a new fun horror movie coming out, in which Vince Vaughn plays a serial killer, 
and he acts and then the 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 gross girl that always gets killed first they accidentally swap bodies and so vince vaughn is in the body of a nerdy teenage girl and a nerdy and then the vince vaughn the serial killer persona is Sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. Vince Vaughn, the ser- Vince Vaughn, the serial killer. This is not going well. Can you take over? <laughs> I think you were just repeating what I already said. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Perfect. Even worse. Uh, was it called Freaky? Uh, it's Friday? called Freaky. Oh, Freaky. No, it's just called Freaky. Yeah. Yeah. As a reference of Freaky Friday. Right. Uh, but also a reference to a horror movie. Yeah. I. It looks really, really fun, and the uh, and it looks like there's like a gay guy, and. Uh, and like a black girl or her best friend. So they're kind of like the main. So then they're with Vince Vaughn, who is the who's like in the yeah. girl's body. Like he's like, it's me, guys. <laughs> uh, it looks really fun. Like it looks like right up my. It looks like it's my cup of tea. Yeah, me too. Can't wait. Uh, um, I need to watch. Yeah, I want to watch Bat. Because I, I was telling Brett earlier about this. But starting in October, I start watching horror movies. To get in the Horror. Halloween spirit, there's going to be the Halloween. new uh, House on Haunted Hill series. Is coming yeah, the Bly out. Mansion or I something. I haven't watched the Babysitter. I'm going to watch that, and the sequel just came out. Babysitter Killer Queen just came out. Because Brett said that those are awesome. Uh, I love them. I'm going to watch. You know what? I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of the Insidiouses. <gasps> oh my goodness! Know, right? Neither I've, have I. Last year, I watched all of the Conjuring movies, and they are good. Oh, I have just. We just watched the first Conjuring. The other night, because it was on TV. It's good, right? And I said, I've never seen these. I saw Annabelle Comes Home in the movie no, theater because no, 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 I was no, no. killing time with a friend. You need to watch the James Wan ones, not, not the Annabelle ones. Well, The Conjuring, the original, is really good. I think I've seen the f- one of the Insidiouses, one with like a film strip and a haunted house. No, no, no. no, no. That's the one with, with uh, I think you're thinking of the one with Ethan Hawke. Yeah, That's what's called, that? Is that Sinister? Sinister. That looks good, too. I'll probably watch that one. Uh, basically, I'm going to be terrified. I'm trapped in a place where I can't leave my house, and I'm just going to be watching horror movies for a month. <laughs> You're going to be paralyzed with Why fear for a month. Why am I doing this month. to myself? <laughs> because we're all paralyzed with fear. Plus, also, well. I'm going to be watching, I always go through all the Scream movies, and Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox have been confirmed uh, for confirmed scream for scream five and i already now talked, begins i told my boyfriend what we talked about previously that if any of them if i start watching this movie and i see dewey um courtney cox or Dale. nev campbell in the very beginning i'm gonna get up and leave because i know it means they're killing them off in the very exactly I, I will, will be so i will not mad. stand for it anyway if it oh i i am so it is a particular stress in my life, whether or not Sydney, Gale Weathers, and Dewey live or die. I know, like that, right? That is a real source of stress in my life from time to time. Plus, the first and I don't kill needs need it again. The first kill in Scream needs to be like a celebrity. Okay, who would be your celebrity that would get killed in the beginning of Scream? Ooh. 5? Um. I have mine. <laughs> okay. I think mine would be, you know, who I think would be a good kill in the beginning. I'm trying to think of like, all right, Lana, Lana Condor, the one who, who? To all the boys I've loved before she played Jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> She's not famous enough. I know. Okay. 
So okay, so here's my two. One is one. The first one, I just think it would be amazing, but there's no way she'll do it, and that would be Meghan Markle. <laughs> We'll come back to acting. Oh my god! Because <laughs> all the people, all the people that hate her for taking Prince Harry away, will love to go see her get oh killed. Oh my god! Yes, that probably won't happen. If not, then how about something just completely different? What if it was like Kate Blanchett? Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> uh, so who? Come on, who? Pick a good one, Brett. Okay. Um, I would love it. I would love it if it was um, Jared Leto. Oh, I would love to see him die a horrible death. Right? I'm trying to think of someone you want to see die yes, on screen, yes. but something you'd be like, ooh. Um, what other hot topics? Do you have some more? Because I have one, but I'm DC Fandom. DC Fandom. They did another weekend. This one looks like it was it was mostly about TV and comics. So us wondering it's why tight. the last one oh, okay. didn't do any comics. Uh is Titans coming like, back? Did they bring anything of that up? Ooh, I, I can't remember, but Doom Patrol is. Doom Patrol is finally renewed for season three. I do believe Titans is coming back for season three. Good. Good. But there was another thing that they announced I thought was really cool. Uh, there's going to be a Batman Death in the Family interactive Blu-ray. Hmm. So kind of like those interactive movies on Netflix. Cartoon. The reason I like that... Yeah, animated. The reason I like that is because Death in the Family was the book that you called in the, the 900 number and voted if Jason Todd, Robin, lived or died. Oh. So that was that original kind of like interactive storytelling book right. on a very simple level. But that, so they're doing like interactive oh, storytelling fun. again. Did you see the Kimmy Schmidt And you one? can still choose. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Yeah. And the um, Black Mirror one. Um, yeah, so you st- now you can still choose if Robin lives or dies. But- through interactive Blu-ray form. I heard the Red Hood is becoming pretty Robin cool. again. Is that true? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. What the hell do I know? We don't know anything about DC. Um, do you have other news you want to share? Because I have something. No, get to it. What okay, are you holding in? This, well, I mean, it's just a rumor. There is a rumor that someone is in talks to play Emma Frost. Get the fuck out of here. Nobody's in talks I to play know, Emma but, Frost. I know, but I just want to talk about it because I'm sure it's fake. But just the idea of it now being put through the the the, the Twitter sphere. If you say Charlize Theron, I know this is bullshit. No, no. It's um, one Lady Gaga. <laughs> How do you feel about that? You're someone who actually Terrible. liked Lady Gaga. Did you like her in, in the... Because you like that American Horror Story bullshit. Did you like her in Hotel? Yeah, I did. I liked her in Hotel. I mean, isn't I did. that I kind of Emma Frosty? No, it's Catherine Deneuve from The Hunger. Well, that isn't that kind of Emma Frosty, though. No, Emma's funny. <laughs> I guess that is true. Um, and pretty. Yeah, that's the one Ooh. thing is I still, I'm holding out for uh, Cersei um, from Game of Thrones or like Kate Blanchett. Are all of them too, too old. old? Who? Who? They're all too old. Who should be doing? Oh, wait, wait. Um. Who's Samara she? Weaving. Wait, but isn't... Wait, what else has she been in? She's the girl from Ready or Not. She's the daughter right, of right, Bill right, and right, Bill right, and Ted's right, right. Yes, Face yes, the Music. Yes, yes. She's the babysitter. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I like her. I like her. her. Yeah. When I saw her in Hollywood, I was like, Emma. Or what about Margot Robbie? Oh, she'd be great. Okay. Samara Weaving is essentially like... 
she's to Margot Robbie that um oh god who's that poor man's Tom Hardy uh, guy he's who in Spider-Man Homecoming <laughs> no he's in Spider-Man Homecoming there's a uh, it's like Brian Austin oh Green, I know that's who you're not talking. his name I know who you're talking about yeah Samara Weaving is to Margot Robbie yeah. like that guy is to Tom Hardy just other guess what all white people look the same they do <laughs> Especially in Ryan Murphy's stuff. So you are, well, that's because it's all the type of guy he wants to have sex with. Yeah. So you are against Lady Gaga playing Emma Frost. That's horrible. Okay. All right. I agree. I just wonder, I wonder, I really didn't know how you'd react to that. Ew. <laughs> okay. Terrible. That's terrible. All right. Well, let's move on. And uh, okay. shall we get into something exy? <gasps> yes. Mm-hmm. Hit it. I want your ex. So the X Men books. So the X. I want to do one where we wait. It's gonna like some point. It's gonna wait like ten minutes into the episode. Oh, don't worry. We'll get there. Um, we. Uh, I feel like. The what what was the big controversy? What was it called when all the misogynistic was it Comic Gate? What was it called? Gamergate. Gamergate. All of the Gamergate people that get angry with Marvel and other people, where it's everything's now being made diverse and gay, like they SJW shit. Yeah, well, they're not going to be happy with some newest developments. Oh yeah, that have happened because we're oh yeah. But we're gonna. St- but we will get to them. Uh, I will say all of the books definitely are dealing with very topical issues in the X world, whether it be LGBTQ, whether it be things going on in the world right now, whether it is social media culture. All of the books are touching on some kind of heavy topics. So yeah. let's start from worst to best of the X books that came out this week. And we clearly agree that X-Force would be the worst, right? Yeah, we did. Okay. We did agree. We do agree to that. And, uh, Brett, I was, I am, are they, are they, what is this long, year-long battle to make Beast, like, the worst? Beast Beast is is so horrible these days. But he's been bad for a while. Yeah. Like, he was so he's great just, in Grant Morrison's X-Men, and now he yeah. is the worst. Because he was noble in Grant Morrison's X-Men, and he had a moral compass. Like, I read X-Force thinking that we're that we're going to get something close to Dark Beast eventually, but with our Beast. Well, he's starting it with, like, fascist tendencies. What? So he really dove into fascist propaganda on Krakoa, making an example of Colossus because Colossus and Omega Red are Russian and Russia attacked Krakoa. Because at first, though, it was Mikhail. It was Colossus's brother. So at first I thought that they were bringing in Colossus just because it's like, oh, you're his brother. Do you know anything? No, it's literally we're taking in all Russians, which makes me want where the fuck is Ilana, Ilyana? Like, what the fuck? What? 
Ileana needs to show up and be like, what? And then he's like, you're Russian too. Let's sit your ass down. And she's like, bitch, I'm limbin, limboin, a limbonian. Is that how you say that? What do you call someone from limbo? A limbonian? <laughs> a limbot. <laughs> but that, like, it's just kind of like, it's just also the fact that Wolverine is the only one being like, what's going on? Are you really telling me Jean Grey's storm professor? Are they all on board with this? Jean is nowhere to be. They bring her in later and she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. But Logan is like, what the fuck? Thank God. Like if Logan's against it, you know, it's wrong. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I love about Logan. So this is what we're at. Krakoa is this great place. Oh, but if you're Russian now, we need to like put you what in a, in a, in an internment camp. Hello. Hello. Read your history the points. <laughs> so I don't know. I This is just, I'm just like, really? Is this what we want to do? I mean, I guess it's like provocative. Like, I really guess they're really going hard on the C, like Percy's really making this the CIA. But I, I think know, for like me, of the CIA I, needed to see, I needed to see more people against it. Like, I guess maybe oh, next will. issue, I really need to see the fallout. I want to know. It's so weird. Like, I love that I'm acting like I need to know which characters I want to cancel. Like, they're real. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm almost at the point now. Where I'm just like, well, if this character is on B side, well, then I don't know if I can like them anymore. Like, yeah, this is how beast. I'm too invested in these characters to have them suddenly like have fascist tendencies. I don't like this at all. I guess I guess this is what the Gamergate misogynist incels feel <laughs> when they're when the characters are like, I love gay people. And they're like, no. <laughs> yeah. Except when, when we get mad when our character, our favorite characters turn into fucking fascists. Yeah. <sighs> like his whole thing about like the psychological effect on people of of seeing Russians on Krakoa in chains and how we need that go fuck yourself yeah that is i mean that's the thing is it's just like what 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 it's also just i'm also just very sensitive because i have someone a friend someone that i was like a friend of a friend but i've hung out with him and he is a tattooed musician hairdresser and he is now suddenly posting pro trump like he's completely went to Trump's side and I'm just like what and just putting these horribly racist posts up and I've had to defriend him and so it's just it's hitting very close to home and so I'm just very like triggered I'm triggered Brett it's coming to a head it really is but that's what zits do before they pop I know but it's just like the fact that there's an actual race war about to happen in real life do I need to see it happen on Krakoa (laughs) right 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 Fucking shit, man. I hate it. Let's move on to X Factor. I mean, I, I this is a, if we had to sit there and judge, Marauders had the best like one-liners and moments, but overall X Factor is kind of my favorite book right now. Yeah, it's just so inventive and the and the characterization continues to be so strong. And also, um, I oh, knew we're going to bring, an- we're gonna bring to another the- character in. Is he going to be another male character? Is he going to be straight? Fuck no. Nope. <laughs> Are we going to gay him up even more? Fuck yep. yeah. This is the bisexual. It's literally every bi character 
coming together. <laughs> yes. That means if, oh. if, if like, so Shatterstar appears in this X Factor, and I'm telling you right now, if Shatterstar is there and he needs to be saved, how much longer before Richter is going to show up to be involved in that? Well, I think, yeah, later. Yeah. Come on. Let's get we'll save him all for the later. gays there. I want to oh, yeah. get something where, get all the gays in there. Get Anoli, get uh, a Gray Malkin, get, get them all. Get all of them. Get yeah. Nate and, and Benjamin Deeds. I can't wait. Um. Yeah. This was a cool story. This was a really good story where Shatterstar is, he's the number one feed in Mojoverse. He's surrounded by cameras or VIPs that paid to have like an up close and personal private feed. Yeah. And he is not allowed to, uh, you know, be a rebel or, or he, he has to behave. And so he's speaking to our team in kind of like brainwashed code. Like he's going along with everything, but then every once in a while he like says something and you pick up the subtext and you're like, oh, he's trying to get us to do something. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and he looks like, it's really sad because it's like, he's, he's miserable. It's so heartbreaking. There's a, there's a great, great scene where Polaris says Shatterstar and Shatterstar says, hello, friend. And Polaris says, you can't speak freely anymore, can you? And he responds, no, in Krakoan. Yeah, yeah. Yes, loved that. <laughs> loved that. And here's the other thing: it made Shatterstar part of it. Like I love that Shatterstar speaks Krakoan. And um, when they go to Prodigy, when Spiral goes to Prodigy, like, hey, you'll love to know who the person that gets killed is. I oh my instantly God. was like, it's a new. It's when I knew it was Wind Rider. Like I was like, it's her. Because yeah. I was like, she's the one that would have those ballet type of shoes. So like yeah. I instantly knew it was her. But so here's this other character that was in the X-Men and she was depowered. And here's the interesting thing is they mentioned, specifically mentioned, she was still depowered when she got there. Interesting. And so she went there still depowered. So then I was like, did she just want to die because she knows she'll be resurrected with her powers? But then why oh, would maybe? she want oh. but then why would she want to help them? So I'm very interested to see like what It's a great mystery. What is going there's that because then there's still the mystery is we see this kind of super cute sexual tension filled interaction with Dakin and um, Aurora and and he is kind of getting using his charms on her and then he finally is like like why did you go there where you ended up getting killed and she just storms off like she's not ready to talk about it and uh, and I will just say there's (laughs) the line where she's just like wow I've never seen you with a shirt on before and he's like this is because I have a perfect body (laughs) like the lines in this are just so good Uh, there's an actual i just love this because there's like an actual mystery happening and there's so much fun character development and there's actual like sexual tension like this i feel like this one could literally be like a wb like tv show yeah yeah oh i wish oh i wish it would be one day i'm sure leigh williams will Right one. <laughs> Maybe not about Krakoa, but she's just so good. So good. And 
like just leave. It's so poignant leaving Shatterstar after he made it clear that he cannot break out of this life, but he's going to help the X X factor get to the bottom of Sophia's murder. And then they have to leave and then just to leave him behind. And you just see him start it all over again, like start a new show and like go back to his his TV persona there's something really <laughs> kind of sad. It was about so it. sad. It was heartbreaking. Ugh. But I love that we've checked in with him because that was like, aside from him being in a group shot in one panel, we weren't clear and if this, Shatterstar this was on. Definitely for a very big take on the evils of social media. And there's, yeah. a, there's a new Netflix documentary out that everybody's. Shit, I forget what it's called, but it's basically about. The, oh yeah, it's basically it's a, a you know um, it's basically like how social social media has completely ripped the world apart because there's there's now no reality. Everyone just right. looks at their own reality. It's very depressing. Anyway, yeah. um, X Factor is great, but now let's talk about some. Oh wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 and then wait, I have wait. to recognize the scene at the end. Oh, which part? Because I loved it. What? Where Storm and Mystique are at the table drinking. Was that connected to that or was that just an advertisement? <laughs> it's Fortnite. Yeah, that's what I mean. But it's, So was that just an yeah. advertisement? Yeah, I mean, it was just like a wink wink. Yeah, <laughs> like they, they don't say Fortnite anywhere. But once you see Storm and Mystique with guns, you're like, and then it's just a tie in. It's like, ah, I love it. Um, Marauders, though. Marauders, so, did so, anything happen in Marauders? Um, so, did anything? Okay, now it's like, how many episodes ago did we um, start talking about how Kitty Pride is a lesbian? We did a whole goddamn episode about a it. A whole goddamn episode about it. Um, are they listening to our show? They have to be, right? I feel like, I feel like we are steering the X Men. <laughs> In the right direction. I'm telling you. We're just noticing the things that have always been there. Kitty Pride full on hits on a tattoo artist and kisses her. Kisses her. After getting getting knuckle tattoos that say kill Shaw. What did the the first knuckle tattoo say? Love, hate or something? um, uh, Hold fast. Hold fast. Right. It's so funny because it took me a second where she was like, oh, is this your first tattoo? And I'm like, no, she has the other. Oh, yeah, she has a new body. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so Kitty has been resurrected and she's I think it's even called new lease on life. The issue. Um, She's come back noticeably younger, right? You think she's younger? I, I, I so she's definitely being drawn like original kitty again i guess that is true you know what you're right her hair is like old yeah. kitty where before, and her eyes you're right like look at but look at her looking at storm artist i think i guess i was just trying to i was just same artist as what as like who was drawing as the, oh as the book before yes oh okay so it is on purpose i was just assuming like oh maybe it's a different artist or something no same oh no, i guess she is younger and now she's like i'm younger and i'm gonna I'm going to be yeah. a lesbian now. Yeah. Cause I don't, I'm not, I'm not buying into this bisexual bullshit. Okay. You think we all, she's we all know what happened. Full on lesbian. She's a full on lesbian. I don't know, folks. She seemed to really enjoy getting Colossus's. Peter. 
dick in mm. her. But here's the thing. There's a moment where she's alive and then they're at a big party. And she's all cuddled up with, with a Nightcrawler. Oh, my God. She then goes off with Ileana. But there's a weird moment with her and Rachel. What is that about? Rachel appears in a doorway. And then she and Kitty ex- ex- exchange... Pleasantries. Yeah, like, but it's it's weird. Like, Rachel just appears, and then Kitty looks back, and she's gone. So we don't even know if Rachel was even there. Rachel's not holding a... Uh, she is holding a drink. She's holding a drink. Um, But Kitty, look at Kitty's face if you're looking at the issue. The way she's Kitty says smizing. Rachel. She's smizing. She's smizing. And she says, Rachel. Yes. Like, Is Rachel going to be her Rachel. new love interest? I think so, because they're setting up Rachel to be a lesbian, too. Like, we never talked about this in X-Factor 1. Is Polaris going to be a lesbian? Is, like, is there going to be any straight oh character God, on X-Factor? I hope not. I hope not. What if that's another plot where it's just like, I'm sorry, to be in this X-Factor <laughs> investigation, you have, to be, have to be on the, I'm bisexual. You have nope. to be LGBTQ. <laughs> um, in Marauders 1, where Rachel's using that, like, history-tracing psychometry power we never see her use. Uh-huh. She looks up to the the woman she's oh Aurora, uh, in the like psychic vision. Aurora changes. She takes her towel off and is naked, and Rachel is making this face like oh oh, mm-hmm. like Rachel's re- staring at naked Aurora. We're definitely making Kitty and Rachel lesbians and Ileana because the song. First of all, Ileana Ileana gets a mariachi band to teleport in with her. To celebrate Kitty's return. Mm-hmm. The song that they're singing is De Contrabando. Yeah. Which means in secret. Oh. Um, let me double check. Or oh, it means like smuggled. Oh, smuggled. De Contrabando. I just no, thought, no, yes. doesn't that mean that they were like kidnapped? Oh, it's because Kitty's a pirate. Yeah. I thought it was a lesbian thing. Kitty is a lesbian. She kisses that girl and she's like, I got, I'm swig, swig. I'm a lesbian now. Yeah. It's basically like, this is my new body. And now I'm a lesbian. I'm where I'm, I'm a Jewish. tackles her. I'm a Jewish lesbian. Do you remember Frank the Jewish? I'm a Jewish lesbian. Do you remember Frank the Jewish lesbian? No. Howard Stern? What is that? No, Frank the Jewish lesbian was a singer from like the mid 90s. She would have songs like Martina about Martina Navratilova. <laughs> M-A-R-T-I-N-A, N-A-V-O-R-T-A-L-O-V-A. She's the greatest in the world of Wimbledon's tennis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Frank the Jewish lesbian. Look her up. She's fun. But so. Listen, do you ever think Kitty's going to be with a guy ever again, ever? No. But that's the thing is we're in this new world in Krakoa where sexuality no one is straight yeah. anymore in Krakoa. No one. No God one. God bless us, everyone. Kill she, she's 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 off to kill Shaw, but she has a plan. And that's the thing is she can't really kill him because he could just be resurrected. Right. So she has so this plan, you, and she. How do you hurt him? And her and Emma, like she gives Emma the plan, and Emma just laughs hysterically and is like, "Oh yeah, oh we're so doing that." 
<laughs> so I'm very curious as to what this plan is. I'm surprised Shaw is not more shaking in his boots that she's alive again. He's so arrogant. Yeah. I just think it's a really big deal that like we've got original Kitty Pride back. Like not Kitty Pride made older because she was fucking Pete Wisdom and so he had to make her older. Kitty Pride, who was the leader of the X-Men and like But they're still calling her Kate though, right? Yeah, I love that. But like the look and the like the the persona. <gasps> Can she I want her to have I want her to have her blue costume that everyone hates except for me though. Her shadow <gasps> yeah, cat costume. I love, it. I the, love the shadow cat costume. I love it. All right. I've always loved it. I love Kitty Pride. I love lesbians. Welcome, Kitty's Kitty Pride. Welcome, you big old lesbian. <laughs> they ride in on horses like lesbians. Yes. Emma is a lesbian, too. I, that's the they other thing. With the there's beach. her and Rachel, but her and Emma have this weird sexual tension yes. going on. I need, like, what was it? Pow- was it Powers? Do you read Powers from Image Comics? No, not yeah, Powers. What powers. was it called? It was just where it was literally just the soap opera behind the scenes of uh, yeah. of a superpower family. Like there yeah. was no battles, nothing. It was literally just a soap opera. I want there to be a separate comic that is just pure soap opera, all of their love lives. I need it. I need it. I mean, you've got Callisto checking Kitty out. You've got fucking... Emma Frost's gay ass brother Tr- Christian. Can I can I just say that sentence out loud again? Emma Frost's gay ass brother Christian is topping a a thing. Iceman. B topping Iceman. C has his hand on Shinobi Shaw's shoulder. Is he fucking Shinobi Shaw now? Is that how they got him? Now to he's betray? fucking Shinobi. Is that how they Listen. got him to betray? Listen, Scott and Logan, anytime I see one male mutant on another male mutant with his hand on another male mutant's shoulder, I'm assuming they're fucking. (laughs) I, there's so much going on. What do you think the end was about that jumbo carnation thing? Oh, wasn't that beautiful? What's the significance of that? Is it, is it? I think it was was just character growth for him. Okay. Yeah, character growth for, to show you kind of where they all are. They're, they're kind of leaving. He's leaving his trappings behind. The things that were the world to him no longer matter. Beautiful. God, I wish I was a mutant, Brett. Oh, I wish I, I wish this was real. And I wish I was a mutant. Oh, I wish I was a mutant. But enough about mutants. And Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go. No, no, no. Enough about them. Yeah. let's. Uh, there's other comics in the world, too. Sometimes we gotta get them. You gotta get them. You gotta get a comic if you wanna get ahead. You can, uh, you can, uh, you can, uh, uh. All right. Um, we came to the end of Empire, uh-huh. and we got some of the Fallout and Aftermath books. I only read Aftermath. You'll have to tell me about Fallout. Fallout, it was more just showing, I think it was just like, oh, here's the two kids, the Cree and Skrull kids. Kids are now being adopted by Ben and his wife, by the thing. Oh, by Alicia and yeah. Ben. Oh, that's cute. So they're like a family now. Um, oh, that's adorable. And 
were, and then I guess after the Katati moved in in the one you read, were they to moved to another planet in the one you read? Oh, I don't okay, think so. Okay, that happened too. So Franklin used his powers and he transferred all of the Katati to a distant pl- habitable planet. That's like, and he's like, this is like, I don't even recognize the star system. If you leave us, even if we build ships, we'll have no way of like finding you guys again. And they're like, exactly. So have fun, live your life and just leave us the fuck alone. Oh my God. Was that it for Franklin's powers? Like, wouldn't you no, think creating it, a whole planet? No, no, he didn't create the planet. He just, he just teleported them all there. Oh, okay. Still. But no, but the, the planet was then given life. Like uh, Thor had some kind of God power thing. And then he used it from his hammer to like make the earth, make the planet that they were on all habitable. I don't know. But, but they still said he still had, he hasn't given up all of his powers yet. They need to figure out what's going on with that. Since X Factor X-Men did nothing about it. Well, they did say that he, he feels better and that he gets kind of recharged when he's on Krakoa. All right, whatever. And there's an upcoming preview for something where Franklin is on Krakoa in like a new mutants kind of outfit. Okay, good. Yeah, no, he definitely he's going to start to show up in like X Men. Because I also really, I would really love have a moment because now it. that he's a teenager and he's starting to look like the person that Rachel used to date, I want some of that going on. Yeah, he's hanging out with. Oh, I forget who it is. It's two like new X Men teenage female mutants, and they're arguing in the background. Oh, I love that in the preview. Yeah. He's very much hanging out with them. Um, yeah. So that happens in that. And then, so then we get to the next one, uh, which is the Aftermath. Aftermath, which I thought was about Billy and Teddy. It's not. I mean, not in that way. Bit. It was very political. They had a Jewish outer space gay wedding. Loved it. And so they had like a second ceremony, like me and, and Dev. And uh, for the friends. <laughs> and Billy is now kind of the, like the wizard first prince, like, you know, the, the, the Merlin. The Merlin to Teddy. So they're now together ruling the galaxy. It's great. I love it. And Teddy's still king of the Kree Skrull. Amazing. And, uh, and but then uh, someone is not happy about all of this. And that is one Agent Brand. Agent Brand is like, y'all didn't include me. Y'all didn't CC me on the email. Yeah, you didn't let me know. You can fuck, like, she fucking uses her powers, her branding powers, and slaps fucking Carol Danvers in the face. Fuck yeah. And quits. And quits and fucking walks off. And then meanwhile, he kind of exiles the Kree and Skrull people that kind of betrayed him to doing paperwork for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And then, uh, is there anything else interesting happened before we get to the end reveal? Um, not really. I just thought there was a really cute panel, um, at the Billy and Teddy celebration of like just that, their generation of heroes. Um, just a really cute line. Yeah. Yeah. All of them hanging out together, partying in space. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I kind of wish like the, the Summers family came over and we're like, will you keep it down? We're right next door. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying to, um, anyway, uh, but at the end it cuts to the future and that Kree guy looks like he's dead. Yeah. And there's some huge battle going on and Teddy's like, Teddy's like, I was wrong. I was so wrong. My grandmother was right. And then who shows up? But Agent Brand, like, come with me if you want to live. 
Yeah. With Manifold. Yeah. Wait, who's Manifold? Uh, he was one of the Secret Warriors and later uh, an Avenger under Hickman. He is a teleporter. Interesting. He's the guy behind Now, her. do you notice who was not there with Teddy? Billy! I think it's the Demurge. I think that's the new thing. Oh, I hope so. I think Billy then becomes too powerful and turns evil. Brand has got some sort of logo on, too. I'm it looked like an is. X. Yeah. <gasps> but it's not. Anyway, that ending was like, oh, this seems like it'll be interesting. I love Agent Brand. Yeah. I, I definitely Give me Agent Brand running shit. Yes. You know why? Because hopefully we're about to see that in MCU Phase 4. If that ever happens, please vote for Biden so we have an MCU Phase 4. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, it was incredible. I understand you read Black Widow by Kelly Tom Thompson. Yes. Thompson. Yes. Who is she? <laughs> One of our favorites. Oh. Um, we love her. <laughs> it's Black Widow, and uh, it basically, it sets up her doing some covert ops, and then it's um, doing some covert ops for Captain America, and then it also establishes that Clint Hawkeye is, like, pissed at her, but I'm not sure why. I'm sure it's been established in whatever Avengers other previous books have been going on, but I don't know what they're beef is but he's not speaking to her at the moment but as she comes home from some from uh from her little like rendezvous like a secret like black ops mission she's like oh someone's i can tell someone's been in my house so she rather than going through the front door she climbs out the apartment window and crawls over to her window and she opens it up and then she's like and then a flashlight goes on her and then she just gets shot (laughs) And falls out the window, and the last thing you see her falling, her falling to her death, and she's like, "No, it can't end this way." And then it just goes three months later, and you just see her living her life in San Francisco, and she's like working at a construction site, and then she has like some hot guy living in a mansion, and she's like having sex with him, and then she like walks by like a news like a news stage like someone doing the news, and Clint sees the news thing, and he's like calls Winter Soldier, and he's like, "We found her." So wow. I'm thinking maybe she has am. It seems like she has amnesia. Amnesia. Um, what's her? Because her name is uh, Natalia. Natasha. Natasha, Romanoff? and she's going by Natalie. So I have a feeling like this, like huh. she might have amnesia. Is it a cover? I don't know. That's the thing. So we don't know. We don't know what's going on. But the one thing is, is they don't understand. They're like, they're like, why would she let herself being see, be see, if she was undercover or in hiding? Why would she just yeah. walk in front of a news thing? Yeah. Amateur. Yeah. Yeah. So, amnesia. so I'm thinking she might have amnesia or something, but it's fun. It's fun so far. It's a fun setup. Okay. And Kelly Thompson's yeah. great. Love it. I love the Winter Soldier. Love it. I also read a Yowie. Oh, wait. Oh, yes. Go ahead. And I'm just throwing this out there. Read some, yeah. If you ever just want some nice, fun, gay, some gay drama and fun gay sex, read some yaoi's, man. It's just full gay soap opera. This one is called Therapy Game. And basically, a straight guy is crying because he gets dumped at a bar. And this gay guy is drinking with him. And then the straight guy gets so drunk, he's like, take me back to my hotel. And when he takes him back to the hotel, they end up having sex. 
And mm. this gay guy is like, I don't have feelings, but for some reason this is the first time he has feelings. Like he's like, this guy's different. But the next morning, the straight guy's like, what do we do? Oh, I'm straight. I don't remember anything. So the gay guy's like, fuck you. I'm going to get revenge. I'm going to make you fall in love with me again. And then I'm going to dump you. So uh, then the whole thing is him basically getting the straight guy to re-fall in love with him. But as he's doing that, he's, he's falling in love with him. But of course, guess what happens? The other guy, now that the gay guy's in love with him too, and he's like, oh, I'm just going to stay with him. The other guy finds out about the game finds out about the bet. It's kind of like a pretty and pinkish type of thing and then breaks up with him. Okay. But in the mean, imagine it's pretty and pink, but gay and with lots of sex. What? And a happy ending. Therapy game. Yes. Therapy game. I dig. Um, it sounds really good. Kanahara um, Maguru. Kanahara and then Maguru. there was the last thing. And this last thing, like this tore me up. Like, it's fucked me up, Brett. Unless is there... I I want to talk about Something is Killing the Children. Something is Killing the Children by James Tinney and the Fourth. I think this might have been one of the best issues. It also was horrifying. Like, I also... People are are saying, you and me, you're the only other person I talked to about with this. A lot of people. But we were talking about how this should be a TV show, and part of me is like... I don't think they can have this much kid murdering in a television show. Yeah, for real. Because a girl, a little girl, sure does get ripped in half. Gets ripped in half in front of everyone. I really thought they were going to save that girl. That really fucked me up, Brett. I don't like seeing. And it's weird how it's like, for some reason, teenage boys, they get killed. I'm like, whatever. A little eight-year-old girl getting ripped in half, that really fucks me up. Really? This one is fucked up. There was so much tension and so many twists and turns in this one issue. This writer is amazing. This book is amazing. Yeah, he's he's doing Batman now, too. Something is Um, killing the children. You need to read it. Which Batman is? He's not doing the three Jokers, is he? No, he's doing the main title. Um, what I love is that it's like I think there was like a big character twist that you and I probably really dug. So like the shitty kind of like super diva guy who is Erica Slaughter's boss in the monster monster hunting organization. He came to like check up on her slash help her. Not really. He just was there to like clean it up and cover it up and um, just hide the evidence of all the murders, kill anyone who knows about it. And he winds up kind of having a face turn, like winds up, after being really shitty for most of this run, um, winds up sacrificing himself to save Erica and save the town uh, or help anyway. And I just thought that that was really something, a character that you and I would love to play if we were cast. No, I want to live to the end. I want to be the monster. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's just great. It's, uh, what is it about what is it about something is killing the children do you think makes it so effective? I think the fact that it's the same thing of the reason I liked the first it is because it did not shy away from there's something about when it's children, it makes it raises the stakes to an exponential level. 
it makes it so much creepier. It makes it so much scarier. It makes it so much like you're just so much more invested. That's the one thing. The other thing is I'm so excited of the world that they're creating because here's one where it's like even after this whole first world ends, where let's say they kill those monsters, she's going to take that son, that that boy probably back with her to the I'm this is what I'm imagining. I'm just imagining like wherever this goes next, this this I feel like this has legs. It's not like this is just going to end. I feel like this story can keep going on for many 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 yeah. many, many issues. And I I just I'm excited to see the world building. I want to know more about this little like the weird slaughterhouse like cult like group that's covering up these monsters. Like I want to know about these weird ghost dolls like there's so many things that i do that i want to be explored more i'm just i'm excited for it yeah i love it it's to me like it's true horror it's it's oh yeah scary and so often scary things aren't that scary but this one is it really succeeds at being scary and you've i think james tinian managed to create uh a really cool main character a really cool protagonist like with a really cool name, Erica Slaughter. Yeah. Come on. Love it. It works. So good. Read it. It works. It all works, except for X Force. It all works. I mean, but I will say, X Force, I'm hating it, but it's like. But I still it's, love it. Uh, it's, it's not still bad. X-Men. Like, I can. I'm not. The thing that's bad. the worst is if I can't get through it. Yeah. I can still read it. I'm entertained. Good. I'm just mad at what's happening. Me too. Especially when your expectation is such a different thing when you hear X-Force. Yeah. Yeah, when I hear X-Force, I don't think, let's let's put all the Russians in an internment camp. Oh, gross. <sighs> all right. Well, the world is gross, but well, comics are fun. And it's all I have left. That's real fun. Guys, I can't leave yeah. my house. I can't leave it's my not, house. I'm trapped here. I was supposed to see Tenet. At the drive-in theater in Paramount, in the Paramount Studios. But I can't be outside that long. Mm. <sighs> well, I can leave the house, despite what you've heard. But Tenet isn't playing. You have no drive throughs near you. But I have no, there's no drive throughs and no movie theaters. Nothing to do. Because I really want to see Tenet. I'm very, I want to see what that's Me about. too. But maybe I'll get to it. Maybe once it gets down, I'll probably go see it and then I can talk about it right here on Comic Book Queer CBQ Legacy. And remember, if you read comics, well, then that makes you queer. queer. Side note, though, before we leave, Brett, don't we have we have something? I'm already gone. Don't we want to say next week? Oh, my God. Yes. So we are going to be part of the Crossing Swords podcast crossover uh it's going to be us uh it's going to be our our host podcast uh homo superior x it's going to be the x reads podcast the podcast that that goes snicked i believe is the name of it uh i think there's one or two other ones uh, so we will be doing an alpha episode next week so are you and i going to record an episode of this show or are we just going to be on that one i'm fine with doing both we'll figure I'm it fine out with doing both Totally. And we'll be on that show. It'll be members of all podcasts doing an alpha episode. And then one host at a time is going to rotate into Homer Superior X to talk about um, 
the different weeks of Ten of Swords. This is all about Ten of Swords. Yeah, so on Homo so, Superior, yeah. you can hear one week you'll hear me bitching about it, and then one other week you'll hear Brett bitching about it. And then also you'll hear me and Evil Jeff on this show bitching about the whole damn thing. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.